everybody. Welcome back to another Zoom edition of Down to Date. We have two people in the Zoom studio today. We have Brady and Haley, and we're going to see if they are a match made in podcast heaven. So without further ado, we're going to bring them in the studio and see if they are down to date. Well, hey, Brady. Hey, Haley. How are you guys doing? Good. Have you guys ever been on a virtual date before? <laughs> no? A blind date? Have you ever been on a blind date? Never. Nope. My goodness. So this is your first time. Welcome. Welcome to Down to Date via Zoom. I'm so happy you guys can make it. Yeah, excited to be here. Sweet. All right. So um, basically how we go about this is we have a bunch of different sections we go about um, and we just get you guys to know a little bit about each other. Uh, the first section is story time. So we have you say your entire life story in one minute just to get all the surface level questions out of the way. Okay. You ready? Be prepared. <laughs> I lived it, so. <laughs> All right, Haley, I will have you go first. I'm gonna put a minute on the clock and you're giving me your entire life story in as much detail as possible. Okay. Don't be intimidated by it. It is, uh, it's actually a lot more time than people expect. All right, are okay. you ready, set, mm -hmm. go. All right, so I was born in New Haven, Connecticut, raised in North Brantford, Connecticut. It's like a small farm town. There's a Dairy Queen, McDonald's, not much else. I worked at that Dairy Queen for about eight years. Uh, best job ever, except I ate too much ice cream and had to switch over to whipped cream because it's less calories. Uh, so then I, let's see, moved into my house that my dad built when I was three years old, lived there for 20 years, and then moved to San Diego because my sister had a baby. So I moved out here to be close to her. And I've been living here for almost a year now and I absolutely love it. Um, I do occupational therapy, went to school for that. My uncle had Down syndrome, so that's what got me into that field. Um, it is a longer time than I thought. I'm more interesting than this, I promise. Um, <laughs> uh, so I like to go to the gym too. That's a big part of my life. Hey, you know what, we'll find out. That's time. We'll find out more as we progress through this podcast. All right, Brady, uh, are you ready? I'm ready. And that was like the calmest way someone's gone through the minute timer, too. There was like no stress. <laughs> All right. Entire <laughs> life story in one minute, as much detail as possible. Are you ready, Brady? Yes. Okay. And your mark, get set, go. All right. So I was born in San Diego. Shout out. Uh, I've got two brothers, one older, one younger. I lived there until I was 18 and then moved to San Francisco and actually went to school with Kendall and her sister. Uh, lived in San Francisco for eight years, had two jobs there, moved apartments every year that I lived in San Francisco. Very San Francisco of me. Um, I work in commercials, got a job in San Francisco doing that, and then moved to LA like two years ago, almost two years ago, and work in advertising still and see um i like to hang out go to the beach cook work out clean just trying to fill space now right. 13 seconds now cleaning movies, concerts you know all the fun stuff that everyone loves to do <laughs> yeah favorite band hurry four seconds uh bob marley always he's a classic oh, yeah <laughs> all right. hey you can't go wrong with bob marley never no, never. All right, so all the surface level stuff out of the way. 
Now we're going to get a little bit more intense with the jar of questions to ask on a first date. Um, is there anything you're hoping not in this jar? I don't think so. I've, I'm usually pretty comfortable. Like if someone asks me a question, I'm like, sure, whatever, I'll tell you. I don't really care. Well, we'll see about that. Okay. <laughs> Brady, you're going to go first. Oh, no. This question's practically out, so we're going to see. Okay. What do you regret most, Brady? Ooh. Like just in jet, like anything. Top regret? Yeah. You know, I actually don't know if I have one. I don't think I regret something. I feel like everything that you maybe initially regret, you end up learning at some point, whether it be like a couple of days or weeks, or it could be years later. You're like, okay, I think that was the right decision, but I don't think I have a regret where I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had chosen this or said this. Really? Okay. Well, how about your biggest regret today? My biggest regret today, I think my lunch, I had a salad and it was like not enough food. That's healthy. I know, but it was, I ate it. And I was like, I'm not, I need, I need something else to satiate me for sure. That's so then I went back and made like a quesadilla and then I had a bowl of cereal. So you like reverted back. You started healthy. Yeah. And then, and then I like just tumbled down the hill. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Haley? Is there, what is your biggest regret? Hmm. I agree that everything gets us to where we are, but I think it would be to pay attention more to those non-essential classes that I took. Hmm. Because now I'm in the place where I'm like, you can never have enough knowledge. And I'm like, but wait, I had the opportunity to never have enough knowledge and I didn't take it. Which so. class? Which class specifically? Probably English in college, freshman year, war stories. War stories? I think back to it, I'm like, I should have paid attention to that more. Interesting. That actually sounds pretty fascinating. War stories. You could have learned about confrontation. You never know. All right, Haley, you're going to go first with this one. I'm going to fish all the way in here and find a good one for you. Okay. Would you ever try human meat? Okay, so let me lay this out for you. The way that I like to approach this question is, if you were in a tribe whose tradition was to eat the meat of, mute, the meat of someone who had recently died, and it is consensual to them, and it's supposed to spread the energy of that person throughout the entire tribe, would you be open to joining in their customs and trying human meat? Is there anything else to eat? I mean, yes, they probably have other, other things as well. You're not starving in this scenario. Purely okay. I've tried alligator. That's about as exotic as I'd get. And I, <laughs> I wouldn't eat human meat, no. No, what is your fear behind eating human meat? Um. Well, I also wouldn't eat like sea turtle stew or kangaroo. Just morally, it's just off the table. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Brady? I was adventure level with eating human meat. Yeah, I, I think I would, might try it. I think it depends on what the oh, circumstances, yeah. like what is happening around it. Like the way that you've prefaced it, like okay, sure, like I understand. Clean the body. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to like promote eating human meat right here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so sustainable, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll take it. Why not? Not. Well, I, so I heard from a serial killer, not face to face, but off of documentary, that human meat kind of tastes like pork. Yeah, I would imagine it depends on where you're getting it from, but yes. Just saying. Just saying, if you're, you know. 
if you ever feel like you're opening up again to try <laughs> to trying it. All right, Brady, this one's for you. What are you afraid people see when they look at you? Ooh. Um, men don't really like groom their eyebrows, but there's always those like five hairs that are like right here in the middle. And if I don't like have them plucked and then I notice it, I'm like, oh my God, I bet that person was just staring at that one hair for at least all five minutes that we were talking to each other. Haley, would you judge Brady if he didn't pluck his eyebrow hair? No, I'd probably offer to pluck them for you. <laughs> sure. Not like the first time meeting you. <laughs> Second. Just come, please are ready. Like, let's go. You just keep them in your pocket. Back pocket, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Haley, uh, what are you afraid people see when they look at you? Hmm. Let's get really deep. Um, probably acne scars struggled with them gotten like microneedling so it's improving but yeah that's always been my biggest thing yeah no I think I I struggled a lot with that when I was a kid as well I had like the major side sweep hair oh yeah to everything yeah. like yeah. that work tour type of hairstyle angsty oh, yeah. teen bangs yeah. basically exactly and like yeah. cover as much as my face as possible yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right this is our last one. Ready? Okay. Well, no, that kind of is along the same line for the last one. I'm gonna try to get a really good one for the last one. Yeah. All right, Brady, what irrational fear do you have? An irrational fear? I don't know if it's irrational, but I'm always afraid like stuff that I order off the internet will never come. Like I'm constantly checking it. And it's like, I have an app that like, I send my tracking numbers to and it like sorts them. Like, I don't know if that's irrational, but in my mind it completely is. It's like, of course it's most likely gonna come, but I'm like, why isn't it here? It should be here, like, and it should be here now. Haley, have you ever had a package stolen? Not stolen, no. Yes, I've had them stolen before. Really? Well, that's where you're living, I think. Like, North Brantford, Connecticut cows can steal them, but they don't. <laughs> a cow, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. I always feel like I've had packages stolen as well, and it, it, it does feel oddly, like, they're like, you know, you, it just feels like they're in your space, mm. you know? It's like, this is where I walk in my front door. I don't know. Yeah. I understand that. <laughs> Haley, how about you? What is your most irrational fear? Um... I'm terrified of spiders. Ooh. It's irrational for how afraid I am of the tiny ones. But I was face to face with a tarantula in Mexico and that started it all. So it's like this big right in front of my face. I'd be freaked out about that too. They can like, I heard that tarantulas could like send little quills. I have yeah. scientific backing to this fact, but I heard they can like send little hairs like, like get to you. They crawl sideways too. Like they can't walk in a straight line. It's not natural. That's not natural. All right, so those are all the crazy questions. Um, after all the scary questions, we're going to go into to lighten it up a little bit right after this commercial break. Hey everybody, welcome back to Down to Date. I have Brady and Haley here and we're gonna see if they are a match made in podcast heaven. Next we have game time. So I asked you guys to prepare two truths and a lie. 
And I love watching this game to see your guys' lying skills. You can tell a lot by someone by how well they can lie. <laughs> so we'll see if you guys are good. All right, who's, who wants to go first? I'm curious. And do you, do you want to go first? You want me to? Um, okay. You want to go for it? All right, well, you're the one who's brave enough to eat human, so I'll be brave enough to go first in this. Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, okay. First one, I had nine gerbils, a hamster, two cats, and a dog at once. Um, I picked up the tarantula that I was face-to-face -face with in Mexico. I have a brother who's 19 and a sister who's 30. All right, Brady, which one is the lie? I think I'm going to call Fib on the picking up the tarantula. There's no yes. way. <laughs> I have held a tarantula, though, since then. Oh, okay. Just not in Mexico. <laughs> not that exact tarantula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think after saying that you were afraid of spiders, I feel like I would have been like, no way. <laughs> but I really did hold one. I don't know about that. How was it holding a tarantula for the first time? So terrifying I was like on this kick where I'm gonna face my fears so I went and donated blood because I don't like needles and then I'm like I'm gonna hold the tarantula never would hold one again no how does one like aim to hold a tarantula there was a petting zoo like a wildlife petting zoo at one of my cousin's birthday tarantulas at a petting zoo yeah it was weird the lizards the snakes I'm cool with not the spider reptiles cool spiders I, I feel like I would I went, to, I, I held a stick bug one time and I was oddly of that in the moment. Like there's no fear of like actually holding a stick bug. But hey, I, I'm glad you conquered your fear. Didn't conquer it. <laughs> you held it at the petting zoo. Yeah, I did it right back. Yeah. We're working on it. That's, that's good. You didn't need to hold a few more tarantulas than you. <laughs> All right, Brady, how about you? I want to hear how your lying skills are. Two truths and a lie. Okay. So, I've never, or excuse me. Already messing up. Right, exactly. I'm <laughs> bad of a liar I already am, because who knows what's going to happen. Um, I've had nine teeth pulled. Uh, I've been to five continents, and I've never broken a bone. Mm. Right, Haley, which one do you think the lie is? The five continents. It is a lie. It was a lie. I've been to four, but five is a good amount. That would you be guys a are good. Four is still a good amount. It's not bad. I've never had both people guess what the two truth, what their lie was. So you guys are like human, like lie detectors, or you both are just really bad at lying. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good thing to both be bad at lying. All right. So uh, next, we are going to be doing. I think it's a fun game. It's this or that. And so I'm going to be saying two things, and I want both you guys to answer at the same time which one you would rather do. Okay, are you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, sitting or standing? Standing. Standing. Okay, beer or wine? Wine. Beer. Okay, uh, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Waffle. Ooh, <laughs> that's gonna be a fight later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, text or call? Call. Oh, oh, really? Both callers. I think it's very important to be on the same page in terms of text recall. Yes. Um, library or museum? 
museum. museum. Oh yeah. French or Spanish? Spanish. French. Ooh, we, we. Uh, summer or winter? Summer. Summer. Okay. All right. Good. Because <laughs> if you guys were two winter people, I'd stop <laughs> you right now. Uh, car or motorcycle? Mm. Car. Yeah, car. Yeah, you can go somewhere more places with the car. Yeah. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Comedy. Okay. Paper or plastic? Paper. Paper. Oh yeah, saving the environment, one bag at a time. <laughs> Singing or dancing? Dancing. Singing. Ooh, I mean, not like, well. Dynamic duo. <laughs> I was going to either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a good dancer. I want to see this performance. <laughs> uh, lions or bears? Lions. Yeah, lions. Yeah. Milk or juice? Juice. Milk. <laughs> I'm not judging. I was very unconfident. I'm nothing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Superman or Batman? This is controversial. I'm going to go Superman. Batman. <gasps> wow. All right, let's fight. Yeah, fight. <laughs> fight. Fight. I feel like Batman, he's just a normal dude and he doesn't have a superpower. That's why I appreciate Batman. Okay, that's why I like Green Arrow. So okay. I get that. Um, Superman, Smallville, I feel like you just get to know him better, you know, because it's a TV show, so it progresses across the time, you see him grow up, grow into Superman, so okay. like, you know the man behind Superman a little bit more. Yeah, all right, I'll buy that. That's it, you're giving up, Brady? No, I still stand very firm. <laughs> <laughs> is Batman, I disagree. This is actually something else, uh, a debate that I researched recently, is Batman a good role model? That's interesting because I recently watched all the like the Batman films during quarantine, like the newer Christopher Nolan ones, and I was sort of thinking about that. He's viewed in like a very negative way by the public in the films, but he's doing these like good deeds under this vigilante mask, basically. So I think it depends on which lens you look at it in. If you are a citizen in that world, maybe he's a negative influence, but from a 20,000 foot perspective, he's creating good and orchestrating uh, positivity. Haley, he sounds like he's too prepared for this. <laughs> yeah, did you know that this was coming? <laughs> I watched like all, a lot of the Marvel movies, like um, Captain America, all, like I watched all of those recently too. Disney Plus, it's been great. <laughs> oh yeah, all right, all right. Well, you know, agree to disagree. I'm not gonna tell you who I'm voting for. Throw uh, you or ice cream? Ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. Yeah, you can't you can't beat the you know. Yeah. The OG. The, hmm? the OG. Yeah. Like, come on. Froyo tried to squeeze in there, but you know, uh, pandas or whales. Whales. Pandas. Hmm. Hmm. Sense yeah. a little bit of a uh, tension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn on that. I have tension with myself on that one. Why white panda? Because it's like a fluffy animal. It's cute. And so when I was thinking about them, I immediately thought of my baby niece. She's a year old. And we have these little magnets on our fridge. So we're like, oh, what sound does this make? We got her to scream when we point at the goat, oh which God. is awesome. <laughs> like, what a goat saying? She screams. Oh, because they have those videos of the goats being like, they're yeah. like, like goats. Yeah, but she has the panda, so. Okay. You can't fight. You can't argue that logic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Anything that's like cute, I understand. I get it. 
Yeah. Whales. <laughs> I feel like you guys are kind of like the debate type, okay? And usually I, I, I only reserve debates for really competitive people because I like to I see people like actually battle it out. But this debate topic really struck like an interest with me. And the debate talk, topic, because I have like, a very strong opinion of this as well. But the topic is men gossip more than women. So that's sit for a second. Okay. Do you guys have opinions on this? Before I, I like, so, like associate, I don't know if you guys have opinions about it. I think guys definitely talk a lot. I guess you could call it gossip for sure. I think it's very, I think between certain guys, um, it's very like concrete and maybe short-winded where maybe, and it all depends on the person, but I feel like maybe sometimes if it's like two women talking, it can be like, get exasperated and like keep going and then other stuff might spin out. But guys are like very direct and like, okay, no, this is what happened. And then the, that's the end of it. But they definitely do gossip a hundred percent. Haley, what are your thoughts on men gossiping? Wait, Freddie, what side are you on? What side are you on? Who gossips more? Oh, who? Oh, I think I would say women gossip more for sure. Okay. What do you think, Haley? So I don't disagree, but just for the fun of it, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> so I think that for women, it's a lot of, at least once between your close girls and also. I have a strong group of friends, so it's not like, we're not the type to really bash on each other. So it could just be also cultural. But I think that women like to talk about the exact stories more so than guess what happened behind the scenes. So it's a lot of fact telling like, well, this is exactly what happened. Now, what do you think about what happened? Not, do you think this, do you think that? Whereas like guys, I think guys are like, slightly clueless sometimes to those things so they like ask more questions and then try to make answers for them I won't yeah again I won't disagree with that because I feel like a lot of guys will try and like they'll ask a question and they get stuck down a rabbit hole and then they're not sure like why they even started on that trend anyways and then they're yeah. like Whatever, who cares anymore but they don't like they can easily like let it go I think I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um, gosh, I have never seen someone gossip more than guys, I will say. That's all I'm going to say. I may be biased when it comes to this. When it comes to this. Um, all right. So next, we'll be getting to interview time. Um, when it comes to interview time, I'm going to be leaving you to, to interview each other. All right. So you guys ready for interview time? Yes. All right, I'm gonna disappear. <laughs> if animals could talk, which would be the most annoying? Hmm. I think a rodent, like any kind of rat or something like that, because they're always like snickering. But. I see that. I say cats. Okay, yeah, I think that's true. I lived with a cat. In San Francisco my roommate had and it would yell all the time and like scream and do circles around the kitchen island and it would never shut up but if we could actually understand it we could probably have solved the situation 
Yeah, but it still probably wouldn't stop talking. No, not at all. Zero percent. It's a cap. <laughs> all right. Let's see what the next one is. What do you think you would want to tell your current self 10 years from now? Oh, wow. That's a deep one. We went from like animals to like really yeah. self-reflection. <laughs> I'm like, how deep should I get with this? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm, I think maybe just to, I think what I would tell myself is to like take time away from like work and those, that work mindset and make sure I'm giving myself enough time to like be myself outside of my work. What do you do for work? I produce commercials, so I work in advertising. Yeah. Awesome. I think, uh, so I do occupational therapy and that's kind of hard to leave at home since I do home care with it. So mm -hmm. you kind of make your own schedule. So it's like hard, like, Oh, it's four o'clock. I can just go do whatever I want. So I have to pretend my phone's turned off sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope nobody listens to this. Yeah. But, I work <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that what I would tell myself is probably to enjoy the peace and quiet of quarantine instead of just waiting for things to pick back up again. Yeah. I had a conversation with a good friend and we were talking about that because it's so important. We we're saying that like, this is never going to happen again. Hopefully, hopefully it never happens again, but that it's, you have to enjoy these like little pockets of time that we're given to not have the responsibilities that we have like in our like normal, regular life. Yeah. It's important to identify them and, and sort of, uh, like enjoy them as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my parents just drove across the entire country to help me move. Oh my god! Like I moved eight minutes down the road from where I was living too, but they just wanted to help us move, so they slept in the back of a van. Wow, parents of the year, huh? Yeah, and so right now I'm like I'm gonna enjoy them being here. My mom and I just refinished a dresser and painted it, and it's fun. So I'm enjoying those moments that normally I would probably be. A pretty busy and have a harder time enjoying yeah exactly all right if you can make a 30 second phone call to yourself at any point in your life present or future what would you call when would you call and what would you say okay you first on this one okay um so 30 second phone call so half of that minute of explaining my life <laughs> uh, uh i think that I would probably call myself in the future and just leave a message saying of like my favorite memories from this past year, you know, like little things that I might forget 10 years from now. Interesting. And talk really fast. <laughs> Literally as fast as humanly possible <laughs> and hope they're recording the phone call on the other end somehow. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think at first I was going to say my past, like when I was younger, but I feel like all the things that have happened have made me who I am and I enjoy those instances. So I think I'm also going to say at some point in the future. Um, and I don't know when that would be exactly like maybe when I'm have a family or I'm like a grandfather or something like that. And maybe just to tell myself like to hopefully that I've taken 
the right path or enjoyed all the things that have led up to that point in my life? I, I don't know. That's a very hard question to answer. I don't know. I kind of plead the fifth on that one. All right. What is your best story from a wedding? Ooh. Um, okay. So I got invited to my college soccer coach's wedding like three years ago. And it was me, uh, my date and my other really best friend who was also played under him. And we stayed up till like three in the morning and drank champagne with him, like in a hotel bar afterwards. And that was just like, it was such a nostalgic moment at like, you've come full circle. Like you're not a child anymore. And you have like an adult friend who's like getting married and you're like, I'm drinking champagne with my college coach who used to yell at me and make me do sprints like up and down the field. That was just like, if I tell it to someone, like, I feel like you can understand the, like how important the memory is for me at least. Yeah. It was awesome. That's cool. What about you? Um, I think probably my sister's wedding. Uh, I was the maid of honor and I forgot my speech at home. So yeah. And it was like an hour away and crazy day. So I just typed it all on my phone quickly and I was like, this is good. But then I didn't go on the script at all. I was totally off script. We all cried. So I did as well. (laughs) Weddings is tough. Like I did it at my brother's and I had my phone and my phone had like a Richter scale on it probably afterwards. I was shaking so bad. Yeah, I'm like, can I have the champagne now, please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would a world populated by clones of you be like? Oh, boy. That's fun. Your turn to start again. Okay. Um, so it would be... It would be fun. It would be a fun world, I think. Um, there would probably be a little bit of procrastination going around. Um a lot of outdoor activities so I think the hiking trails would be packed and beaches at sunset like you wouldn't be able to find a parking spot at all um but other than that I think that there'd be a lot of energy maybe a little bit of FOMO uh, and yeah I think it would I hope it would be like a better place than it is these days <laughs> yeah okay I'll, I'll take that that's a tough question to answer also very good I think for me um, it would all be early risers in the morning, getting up early in the morning, going to bed early and not late. I don't really stay up too late, but, uh, and getting a lot done, like trying to get as much done in a day as humanly possible. Um, bringing a lot of like good positive energy and trying to get everyone to smile and be happy. Yeah. No, um, definitely saying hi to everyone who passes by. Each person's definitely acknowledging someone as they're passing by each other hopefully like, um, that. like having fun outside of work responsibilities or like adulting you know trying to do something that is uh enjoyable with their time it's good yeah. oh wow what a follow-up question what would a mirror opposite of yourself be like your turn to start yeah so Probably someone who is really lazy, doesn't clean anything, um, doesn't care about, this is so negative. I feel like it's so (laughs) hard to describe this. Doesn't care about anybody's feelings, doesn't care about their feelings, doesn't care about where they're going in life, uh, doesn't enjoy good food, doesn't enjoy good music. (laughs) 
So basically totally lame. Yeah, just like the lamest, like slob, um, like grungy, nasty person ever. <laughs> like Job of the Hut, but in like human form. Okay. <laughs> Sounds awful. I think my opposite would be pretty terrible as well, but I'm not going to go as extreme. I think that like a mere opposite of me would probably be my sister. So I'm like, I never want to be home. I don't want to be in the house. If I, especially since I moved to San Diego, I'm like, there's so many beautiful places. Why would I be sitting on my couch? Um, so yeah, so the person probably watch a lot of TV and I'm not going to explain my sister now. I was just saying, she's like, my yeah. <laughs> could get me, but probably watch like a lot of TV and just be very complacent and negative and super grumpy. Okay. Never smile. Ever? No, never. <laughs> okay. What about the opposite sex confuses you the most? It's my turn to answer first, right? Let's see. Probably. Hmm. I don't know. I think that I have you guys figured out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I think that what confuses me the most would probably be the guys who just like to waste their time on people or projects or anything like that. They just don't really have a direction. And I think you see that a lot in people who are younger. Like, um, I go to church down here. My pastor says, a guy or a boy is a boy until he's a man so it's like it kind of confuses me like why there isn't that steady progression like there is with girls like it seems like one day guys just grow up yeah okay yeah that makes sense to me i'll buy that for sure yeah i think for me um i think communication with the opposite sex so hmm. like communication with your partner or like if it's someone you're starting to date or like a friend or if there's like an intention behind something and just like being really communicative of that and sometimes like communication styles not and maybe communication styles like not lining up or one person isn't communicating enough to the other mm. that's kind of how I think okay so in your experience girls have been poor communicators um I don't know about poor but like maybe it just hasn't been the the correct amount of communication with okay. me so it's like maybe you know not telling me how you feel at this point or it's like too late or too early and yeah felt like a perfect time where it's like okay that makes sense like I'm on the same page as you okay I get that if you were reincarnated as a famous landmark which would it be famous <laughs> landmark Oh boy. Mm. That that's pretty tough. I'm just gonna go with like maybe not a famous landmark, but in San Diego. Have you been to um the point? The point in PB? No, the like point. La Jolla? No, 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 no. There's like in Point Loma, there's the lighthouse on the end. Oh no, I haven't been there. That's awesome. So it's like an amazing view. You can see all of downtown and then if it's clear, like you can see like out into the mountains and that lighthouse has been there for ever and ever and ever. And I just think it's like a really cool, I think it's a, an amazing space. And I think like a lighthouse is a really cool, like symbolic thing. Like mm -hmm. it sheds light and it's like protective of the area and all that stuff. So I, that's what I would want to yeah. be incarnated into. 
Okay, that's cool. I was gonna say Mount Soledad. And since you picked San Diego, I was trying to think like somewhere super famous, but Mount Soledad probably because um, I like the whole idea of the cross and um, the spiritual factor behind it, I think is really beautiful. And I like how big it is that it's a focal point in the city, but then the same thing kind of that you said that you could see the city, you can see the ocean and probably like at sunset. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I have to be like a little cliche in there, obviously. I feel like when it comes to sunsets, I'm a walking cliche. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Hello. How are you guys? Hi. <laughs> Miss me? No. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so interesting. So as I was listening, um, hey, mentioned a few things about religion and one thing that I want to know is how important of a role does religion play in your life with someone that you're dating um so it is pretty important that I um well I also here's my thing I have a hard time if somebody is atheist so if there's like or agnostic like you know I think that believing in it is just the most important thing for me because I think it could cause conflict in the future too but when it's like, if I'm like, well, like, I feel like I should pray. And somebody's like, what do you mean? Like, why would, who are you praying to type of thing? So I think that just like a common, yeah. a balance. Is I have to agree that like having a religion or however religion plays a role in your life, it is important in relationships because raising children, you never know what happens in the future with that and how to raise your children. Um, on the other side of the coin, Brady, um, I don't know if I've ever, asked you this before like so what is your view on religion or how do you feel about religion in a relationship yeah I short to make it short like I went to like a hardcore Christian school when I was younger and like super bible thumping and I was like oh my gosh I have to get out of here when I was like 14 so I got like bombarded by it mm -hmm. and I think it like pushed me away from it but I do believe like there is something there and like have some some belief for sure i'm definitely not atheist or like think that everything just like or whatever but yeah um yeah i also think it's important i think it's important for uh you know a partnership to be in line with that because it's such a deep-seated thing that i think everyone has some sort of belief upon no matter what your view is and i think your point is really good that it's like you know what how your kids believe and like how you raise them and all that stuff has to be very um in sync with each other interesting i was just curious because as i was listening i was like oh my gosh we never even came to the top of topic of religion and one thing i love to bring up on the podcast is contrasting views or if you have the same view about and i think religion goes along the lines of that and it's very important to talk about yeah um being said um we've gone through the entirety of the podcast and normally what we would do is we'd say if you guys are down to date or not and do a big reveal but Given that we quarantine times, you never really know if you're going to be able to go on another date or when you're going to go on another date. Um, I'm just curious to hear your guys' feedback. Uh, how was your first blind uh, down-to-date podcast date? <laughs> Do you want to go first? Yeah. I think it's your turn to go first for the answer. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Like I've one, like we talked about, I've never been on a blind date, so I get a little nervous like when I first meet someone like I'm sure everyone does but I think 
you know, like the icebreakers that you have are so good and you sort of like get these snippets of who the person is. That's what's cool is like I under, I got these little like bits of you that I don't know if I would have asked about or like known about, like different things about like your parents coming all the way over or like why you decided to go into your profession because of your uncle or those kind of things. So I think that was kind of cool. I've never done it virtually, but I would say it's like, I wasn't sure how it was going to go virtually, but because I feel like in person, you can feel someone's energy so much and virtually like you can, but it is a different way of feeling someone's energy, if you will. Um, but I feel like I got a, like a really good vibe from you for sure. Uh, I think it was really interesting too. You're really handsome. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, okay. Well, like, <laughs> I was like looking at the picture and I'm like, Kind of those good looking guys. Okay. Like, not that's all that matters, but you know, like, attraction is a big thing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that it was really good. I, um, I was definitely nervous as well. And I, like, I turned red super easily. So I'm like, I hope that, like, my Irish Scottish side doesn't show too much. It definitely did, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> so I think it was nice. It was an easy flow. I think that Kendall definitely helped us out with the progression of how things went. And, the, yeah, and like the questions that were asked, they were good. And I think that you and I both are the type of people that we're not gonna just answer point blank and leave it at that. So I think that we were able to have good conversation too and banter back and forth, which if we were just like, yeah, cat or rodent, that would be boring. That's a good point. Like, I feel like the, the reaction from each other, depending on what questions were or like whatever the prompt was, I think if someone had been on here who was like answering them super dry, I'd be like, oh my gosh, who is this person? And how do they have just like no feeling or thought behind anything they're saying? And they're just like blurting out answers where like I saw you like kind of contemplating and like, okay, like this is why I'm going to say this. And this is why I have a reason behind it. Then I'm like, okay. And she's like, really, she really cares about what she's saying. Yeah, I'm not going to just like pull things out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what I noticed about you two? You guys have very similar temperaments. And I was doing research about people and people find um, successful relationships and having a similar temperament is important in the way that you communicate. And I know Brady communication was something that you were talking about that was maybe a disconnect that you had with the other sex, but I feel like with similar temperaments, like communication is usually on the same par. I don't know. That's just something I'm going to say. Um, so that being said, are both of you guys when quarantine is lifted or, you know, maybe you'll just meet up in secret. Are you guys down to date? Potentially? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Laguna's a midpoint between here and LA. There's plenty of midpoints and plenty of <laughs> places in between. Very nice, really cool. Well, I'm excited to hear all the things that happen. If things happen, please let me know. Um, I will connect you two so you can do what you will, you know, in the virtual dating world until it doesn't have to be virtual anymore. So um, thank you so much, Brady. Thank you so much, Haley, for coming on. And I hope you guys had fun on Down to Date. Yeah, that was Watching fun. you guys date. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you um i'll let you guys know when this comes out and until then thank you so much cool thank you bye, bye. Later. all right peeps thank you so much for tuning in to down to date this is a little bit of a bittersweet episode although we had such a fun time with brady and Haley. but unfortunately because of the coronavirus and a lot of things that are happening in the world right now it's become progressively more and more difficult to get these episodes out. And so we are choosing to take a little bit of a break, a little bit of a hiatus until we can understand what's happening with this virus. Um, 
we're hoping to maybe take a couple months of a break and then to come back in and to start down to date new and fresh and better than ever. But thank you so much for being such amazing listeners. I've really enjoyed doing this podcast week after week. Guys, until next time.